0: Moo and good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Pinktron. I am Brent Robinson, and I am joined today by Sean Fogenberg. Sean,
1: what are you drinking? I'm not boring this week, uh, and I and I sound relatively normal this time. Uh, we're getting there. So this week, I've got a Sierra Nevada Dank Little Thing Hazy IPA. Dank. Uh Dank, which, <laughs> you know, kind of... Uh, those those uh those pop terpenes are really close to uh weed ones. So
0: <laughs> sometimes I uh, never cease to be amazed by your PhD knowledge. Good job. <laughs> we also have Chris Greenland. Chris, what are you drinking?
2: I'm so excited to be having this beer today with you guys. It's Woo! been a couple of boring weeks. Uh, I've been saving this. This was I earned this uh, after crossing the finish line at the Rock Cobbler a couple weekends ago. So this is the Rock Cobbler, uh, 11.0 Rulere Brewing Company edition. So it's a tall boy, little IPA action. But after like tea last week and being sick and just my body not being able to handle um, a beer, uh, I was really looking forward to cracking this. one with you because what,
1: what percent are we talking
2: on that? Oh, uh, I don't think it's anything too crazy. Six eight. Uh, I
1: I uh I guess during that you had you rode through a bar, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. uh ride through so a bar? They, yeah, they had us ride through a bar. We were getting cores light hand ups by the bouncer. So much fun. Um, if you ever find yourself in the vicinity of Bakersfield in or around February, and I'm not sure why you would if you weren't going to do this ride, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, I did the, they call it the pebbler edition, but that's kind of my sweet spot. It's like 100K, mixed surface, buttload of climbing, but just a real good time. We rode through a bar, for God's sake. Um, just really, really crazy, really wacky. I'm definitely going to go back and do this again. Um, if you want to get like video footage, I know vegan cyclist does this every year. He was there with his merch tent. So he's got great ride race recap videos to see how insane it is and all the cool stuff you get to do. So beautiful. Highly recommend. I'll be there next year.
0: Good. And with me also is Steph at Jen. Steph, what are you drinking?
3: Well, I've just finished uh finish uh, that's race one I had uh, my recovery shake and I'm having a big uh, mug of uh, of uh hot, cho- hot chocolates for for a
2: and that was HWR race one right yep perfect then we're coming to you for the preview slash recap and yeah, well, yep.
0: also we we've, we've got John Keenan with us John what are you drinking
4: yeah i too raced race one so my recovery drink is slate milk dark chocolate ultra filtered Milk. My wife bought a case of this and decided she found something better. So now it's mine.
0: (laughs) It's milk in a can?
4: (laughs) It's milk in a can with chocolate. And it's one of those filtered ones. I don't know if you've had any of the slate stuff. It's like, I don't know, 20 grams of protein somehow crammed into this little can. One gram Uh, of fat. I don't
0: know. I live in I live in the Canadian dairy desert where our Dairy products are all regulated by the federal government for the purpose of enriching the farmers. Oh, we don't yes. we don't get good dairy product here. Yeah. <laughs> None
4: like of that import... free market stuff. We don't want yeah, that. If, if you want to import French cheese,
0: it's like, you know, you gotta do like great escape subterfuge stuff nice. here. Like it's all <laughs> it's all um it's all bad scene up here. And I have an Olay Paloma flavored mocktail, which you know I am oh. Two months plus on the wagon now, so for yeah. you. And Paloma you... is a flavor, or a... it's like a grapefruit flavor. I don't know. Okay. okay, I think a Paloma is like a type of drink or something. Right, That's... it's a
1: tequila grapefruit cocktail. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is
0: like yeah, it's got grapefruit with a touch of agave, so it's nice. It's very refreshing. Although it, I yeah. think I should be having Steph's hot chocolate because it's like. Snowing like bejeebus
1: outside, and right oh, now nice.
0: it's very good. swimming weather.
1: Uh, we're supposed to get uh 10 feet of snow in the mountains uh this weekend. Well,
0: speaking of mountains, yeah. Yeah. heard winter racing race one, Nailed it. mountain climb yeah. in Innsbruck. <laughs> yeah. We are on uh Innsbruck Continentals Hill Climb course, which I think goes uh, well. I've got that right, right? I'm reading that right. Sounds right. Innsbruck Continental's Hill Climb. I don't know that I've ever actually done this as a course per se, but
4: anyway, it starts. Yeah, you go out of the pens, you go through the sprint backwards, and then slowly climb up to the top of the lake snapper backwards.
0: Yeah, and then descend the lake snapper and then. Over the kind of normal pedestrian bridge and then straight up to the KOM reverse it and then turn KOM right reverse. up the
4: reverse side. Yeah.
0: Yeah, finish it's at it's top.
3: Just, yeah, it's just the reverse of the UC circuit, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Except finish at the top, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the the
0: fleet, yeah UC finishes at the banner.
1: The climb itself is 5.8K at 6.9%. This is the. Uh, the more stair-steppy one, uh, the one that Craig and I really like. Uh, But, you know, there's there's sections of sustained 14%, uh, and then there's sections of sustained flat in between. So uh, punch and recover kind of climb. Uh, It sounds like Brent's done this in under 20, uh, probably probably in a race i'm guessing
0: in an hwr yeah almost two years ago to the day
1: oh i think that was the one where we started straight up the climb yep yeah
0: i remember that, i think that was the one that uh dan pedroza did like a 15, 15 yeah yeah I, I think that's the one
1: uh those of you who raced it how'd it go
4: it was a Whoa. false sense of security for the first kilometer i thought oh <laughs> There, I, I might actually be able to yeah. hang on to these people. And then yeah, we hit a... that little little rise to the toe snapper and then it sort of stretched into a snake and then you know everything sort of sped up from there and then up to the top of the leg snapper, it pretty much had sorted itself by then.
3: Yeah, I was uh, pretty surprised. Uh, I started pretty good uh, at the power out at the start and I think it was second or third out of the pen as a low C, kept for quite a while with a big group but on the on the resource to a snapper, which was, came over for me he, uh, to find my own rhythm from there onwards.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty spaced out in the back half of the race. Eh? no, Not too many wheels to ride with once you got there.
3: Yeah, after, after, after the leg snapper, uh, I think. Like Steve said uh, uh, last week, uh, somebody went flying by me with uh, 3.7 watts per kilo, so he missed the start. <laughs> and then uh, for me, it was mostly of the, the climb. Somebody passed me, but I think he quit. And then it was me and a German guy who was pretty close to each other, but in the end, uh, at, uh, a distance uh, at the top. So... It's not, not my favorite side of the climb. I'm more of a tempo climbing guy. The, the the other side, which I did last week in the climb is going to be much more my thing than the, the stair step, you know, of the progress. But yeah, it's what it is. Pretty, pretty, pretty solid effort anyway. So it's, uh, I think, uh, let me see, uh, 28 and a half minutes. of, of our was yet low 2.8 watts. I'm pretty pleased with that effort. Yeah.
4: Nice. Well done. John? You can definitely see the differences in the styles. Uh, I, I didn't have the punch and recover. I was more just steadily going up. And there was a two guys with me. One would just sort of surge ahead on parts and then fall back and then surge ahead and fall back. And, but I managed to get both of them by the end, so. That's a
3: win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that with my guy as well. He he kept uh, on those flatter sections. He came uh, right back with, with me, and, uh, and as soon as it went up to the the crazy percentages, I, I just opened the accordion again <laughs> to him, and I think at the last. At least that last section was still brutal. It's not not. It's like. Slightly uphill, uh, sort of below 5%, but uh, after you're done, for me, there was uh, like 26 minutes. Pretty brutal, that last kilometer still, because it's kind of flat and you still want to keep the power on. That's where you hit the bargaining phase of denial.
4: (laughs) Yeah. I just got to stay in front of this guy. I just got to stay in front of him.
1: I don't have to go full out, right, from here to the end. I just need to go faster than him. Hundred
4: meters, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Um, worst is when you're like trying to get the wheels, like you're trying to stay on the guy's wheels, and he just keeps going a little bit harder, and you're like, dude, can you just relax for like ten seconds so we can finish this race and like have a race? Because I'm about to like fall off my bike right now.
3: Yeah, and uh, by the way, I think that guy, or he wasn't on Zwift Power, or that that passed me after the last but I did think to 3.7 watts, or he stopped, uh, stopped somewhere on the climb. climb and uh, was way behind and just called it quits. <laughs> I think there were only like 31 at the start. It looks like there's 27 on Zwift Power now. So- yeah, there were there quite a there were quite a few that that that, that quit, in that uh, once the you hit the climb uh for a couple of people behind me or around me that uh at the uh halfway up the climb i didn't see their names on the leader mm. but but bad. ernst made it on top he only did Yeah, he's a bit uh, doing zone two-ish but he made it up with a average of 1.5 but he can do better but uh normally but he's in a bit you know recovery zone two type of phase at the moment but nice nicely, nicely chugged along and made it to the top
0: nice Would you guys ride for bikes
3: well i i, ch- I was still on my pink tron. i was contemplating maybe i could use the pink tron for the beginning i, think I was thinking oh well, maybe i should have the climb for the for for the for for the the climb, climb, for the climb itself, but I didn't switch. Uh, I could have switched probably just before the climb because I had plenty of time, but I kept on the, on the throne. I
4: think I used a specialized Aethos with
3: the. Yeah, I was thinking it's Contemplate. Yeah, I was thinking that there was the other option, the Aethos with the uh, climbing wheels, but I just unlocked it like like a, like, uh, like like this week, so. <laughs> I had Maybe to do my may- first third racing on a pink drone bike.
0: You never have to apologize for a pink drawn.
1: <laughs> and I mean if you're if, you, if it it I think the ethos may matter more if you're like worried that you're going to be close with someone and you you really want to be hanging on to their wheel but uh with a with a group that wasn't so big that you knew you were going to have other people around you i don't it, it's it's kind of still just like how much power can you do because the gaps are going to be pretty big between people
0: so i i think there's a non-zero chance that you saved as much time as you would have saved having the lighter bike on the climb having the tron on the bottom in the group yeah like 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 you know like you if you're on you know like just you would have saved like probably it would have taken you say five more watts or ten more watts average to hold that group even to get to the bottom of um the toe snapper on with the special ethos with the non arrow wheels right so yeah yeah,
3: for the- yeah that, 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 that was a surprise I me mean, that was the most pleased I could stay with the front group until the, the start of the toe snapper was thinking wow we have a low c I, I, I made it a couple of kilometers with the main group because <laughs> usually, it, yeah, usually before these races, I'm I'm already chucked even before we we exit the pen and the and the kilometers start uh, start at the top start counting. Yeah,
0: it's good that yeah you know, every when you're at that level, it's like every new race is a new experience, right? Yeah, it's like I'm uh-huh. oh, a little farther with the lead group this time than I was last time.
4: It's mm. good
0: good good um i don't any other tips or anything for this one i mean mm-hmm. I, I, the only thing i would just say on the reverse kom2 if you're in a group like if you're in kind of that that bunchy start bit, there is kind of like a about six to eight hundred meters in there is like a little descendy bit and if you can hold the groups there without totally blowing your eye like it does go down to like a one percent dip for like three hundred meters i think about yeah,
3: yeah. I don't know what you mean. There's you get a little bit of downhill section. Yeah. And then you go up this steep section again.
0: Yeah, and if you can hold the group to there without like totally wrecking your
3: pacing, I think you can save
0: a little time and and especially if you can if there's someone who you know you think you're gonna be racing to the end and you can break them off the back by staying with the guys a little faster you through that. But once you get through there, you probably just need to watch your pacing, <laughs> trying to hold with the leaders. Once you hit that 14% up around to the left, that's going to break you.
4: Yeah, I don't think you get any drafting except through that village section where you're maybe 2 or 3%. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. And I, I was super happy because I have the, have the Swift play now for, uh, for a bit and uh, the virtual shifting on this was uh, was nice. Also last week with... Uh, but uh, the climbers gamut is just shifting, it's so smooth.
2: Oh Steph, did you I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Um I'm not sure if it's a Zwift update thing or something just on my end, but any time now with my play controllers, if I touch anything on the right hand side, I break. Like my bike breaks. Ah. So even if I if I hit any button on the right-hand side, I checked the firmware, everything's updated. I tried looking for updates. I have That's all I did. I didn't open a ticket with Swift or anything yet. I didn't investigate any other potential issues or workarounds. Have you had any issues with that?
3: Uh, so far, uh, I don't have really any issues. The first time I tried to, to start it out, <laughs> some issues. But I think it, uh, I just found my way to setting it up uh, that 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 uh, that uh, the pairing was, because uh, had some pairing issues now. Now, but but when you brought it up, uh, one of my ladder teammates had something similar happen, uh, and he had to quit like our ladder race because apparently, I had some, uh, for him it automatically breaks break as well. I don't know if he touched something, but he had uh, constant breaking uh, at certain points. But so far. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any issues. Sometimes, uh, sometimes the my left controller losing uh, the pairing for a couple of seconds, but uh, other than that, yeah, I found my way for for the the right way for the pairing. Just putting the uh, usually I have now my bike uh, the the the, the up unplugged. I put the Swift controllers on, then I start Swift, and then I uh, uh, yeah. Power the the, the, the Zwift, uh, Put it in the in, in, in the power for uh, my my switch up, and it's and it's, it seems for me that's a sequence. <laughs> it seems to work flawlessly with the bearing, so I'm keeping it that way, way because um, and, uh, and in during races outside, of the, sometimes dropping the 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 steering connection on the left side for a bit. No, no issues so far, but yeah. But like I said, my, my one of my other teammates had something similar happen, uh, and he he finally decided to 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 contact Swift for it because because yeah, he was getting annoyed by it.
1: Yeah, Chris, what's your what's your uh solution to that? Ben, just don't touch that. <laughs> don't touch. I that just side. turn them off.
2: I, I just turn them off. I hard press the the glowing Z just to shut it down otherwise like you can't you can't the right side is where you deploy power-ups you return right ons. like even if i hit even the shift up button activates braking huh. so shut them down turn off virtual shifting and i've tried it to like with each of my pace partner rides the last couple of days that i've been in there and it, it's every time so i'll do some digging and how do you like
0: know in Zwift that it's breaking, like your speed goes down even though you're pedaling hard or what do you yeah, see? Yeah, it's like a
2: parachute comes behind you and you do get a brake light that shows up. Oh the darkens yeah, on your on your C tube.
4: And you get some haptic feedback usually. I don't know. Yeah I turn know, that off depends. for batteries but yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah you can't come all mode Yeah yeah for, for normally uh with the switch controllers when you're steering you you push the buttons to the outside, but if you want to brake, you put it, push them in the inside, and it's it's almost, uh, you come to an almost instant stop, or like, within a couple of se- seconds, you're pr- pretty much, uh, that's a stop. Uh, yeah. Completely. Great
2: for bike changes, not great for sticking in the pack, turns out.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it was <laughs> for bike changes, but not for, for these kind of things, yeah.
4: I've used it for pace partners, where I get off the front, and I'll just
3: Break a bit to get back into the pace.
2: Yeah, oh, that's uh, a
4: good,
2: another good use for it, right? Uh, so you don't yeah. you
3: don't yeah, go outside good, of the zone. Yeah, yeah, because uh, at, at, during my uh, warm up, I did uh, the the wake of flat sprint, and I was way way uh, way in front of the of the, the the pace partner group. So I was noodling, but yeah, I could have braked. Mm-hmm.
4: And you can practice your sprint recoveries. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: Brent, just for your reference, the Zwift Play is a a Zwift controller that's sold here (laughs) and in most other major markets around the globe.
4: Um, It comes with a free can of slate milk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And it works works great when it works. (laughs) Uh, You taunt me so hard.
0: (laughs) Add it to the list of things you can't get in Canada along with good milk.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just for reference, uh, Chris, uh, because my teammates, uh, so so he sent like six mails to support, and he got six mails re- returned. And uh, looks like uh, for him, they they uh, proceed to review the possibility to replacing this with place since your since he already tried multiple troubleshooting steps without any success. So might be just yeah. One of my teammates said to say maybe it's something yeah, wrong with, uh, with the units itself for him. But yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that it works for a bit and that doesn't work. But yeah.
0: It does sound like a hardware. It sounds like a kind of like a controller drift type of issue right inside the controller. Like it'd be weird for the software to recognize only the buttons on one side as break. Like that's a weird software fit break.
2: Yeah, oh, and sounds... all the buttons. So I, I thought maybe something got tweaked in an update software package somewhere. But yeah, it could easily just be on the hardware side, like a bead of sweat gets in the wrong thing and lines accidentally cross, signal gets carried. I don't know. No idea how these things work.
1: Magic. Yeah.
0: Very good. All right. Um, I think that's all for herd winter racing. We're 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 well into the, um, sort of push lower results off, right, John? You said you pushed one of your low results off in this one, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, I know. There was a discussion on the, the Facebook page about like, oh, you don't really have to do the rest of them, but yeah, I'm replacing like forty seventh, I think, was my worst uh, placement. So forty seventh to seventeenth, I bumped up thirty points. Nice. Right there. It's yeah, like doing a, a whole new race. Um yeah, so it's definitely worth chipping away your lesser performances.
0: Very good. All right. Well, let's move on to uh her beginner racing for this week. Looks like it is on park perimeter in New
2: York.
3: And we are looking at hmm, that's an interesting course for, for beginners. Nice and rolly.
0: <laughs> yeah, two laps for the C's and D's, one for the very bottom. So we're looking at 9.8 K for the lower end and 20 K for the upper end of the D's. Am I getting that right?
1: Yeah, that looks right.
0: So yeah, I mean it's it's just the outside of New York, right? So um Yeah lots of lots of rolliness biggest hill will be the like harlem hill is it the harlem hill forward or the harlem hill reverse uh it's
1: the counterclockwise which i think is forward
0: okay yep so um that's definitely a spot you got to watch to push on there um it's a long call though from there to the finish uh
1: yeah that's so... uh 3k into the 10k loop so we got Seven more K of rolling after that. Um the the finishes uh yeah, I
3: was about to say.
1: is is a hard kick up to the finish. So um that is one where knowing what that finish looks like is is helpful. Uh yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, I think with my Freshers, i usually go too late on new york you got to go a little earlier into the downhill and carry that momentum into the uphill so don't like you think like i'll leave it late and then i'll sprint into the hill but it's actually like a downhill into an uphill and i think you got like, to like you got to have speed going it, into it carry through and try and beat people up because if you try to just catch them once they're on the hill if you've come from behind i think you're too late in my my experience of losing races in new york <laughs>
1: This is this is our own version of the uh, how the race was lost.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've done that one several times. Um, at, the, at least for for the the two higher categories, you have uh, uh, halfway through through the lap. For the, uh, you have a recon of the finish. Uh, yeah. When you do okay. the second lap, so so you have a bit of an idea how it goes, and can maybe determine where you want to, depending on your. Your level, where you want to start your sprint, have uh, some kind of visual marker that you want to uh, want to, you know, you uh, for instance, you know, you can do like two hundred meters to go, fix a point, or something like that. Should be. Yep, yep. I've done yeah, it I a guess... couple of times, but but I can't uh, say say any marker because I've done many races on it. Uh, plenty of workouts on it but
0: yeah i think just watch the it's rolling right and it's like it is constantly like kind of six percent up six percent down six percent up, four percent down three percent up two percent down like it's just there's very very few spots that are just flat and and sit in so just you're gonna have to be a little more active like if you've been doing herd beginner racing for a while you're gonna need to be a little more attentive to what the pack's doing around you you're not just really going to be able to kind of cruise through and sit on the wheels um you know look for places maybe if you're feeling frisky to press some of those climbs a little bit like there's there's harlem hill there's the one up to the sprint line
3: yeah i was direction. about to say yeah i was about to say that's a good point i was looking at the profile that's uh, as a bit of a kicker and, and i think and, and just before for the, the that actual kick up to the sprinter, there are a couple of not so long, but uh, there are definitely some uphill rises where you can maybe, if you're not the best kind of sprinter, uh, but yeah, it's an uphill sprint, so you can break away maybe. Yeah,
0: it's a really good course, I think, for beginners once you've sort of mastered the basics of like sit in pack, sprint at end, to now start experimenting with like, OK, what do I feel like and what does it feel like to try and shake someone? And try and like, you know, break them from distance, break them on a hill. What does it feel like to hold someone's wheel when they're trying to shake me on a climb without it being like a seven minute climb up box or something, right? Like it's a two, three minute climb up Harlem. So you can practice all that kind of stuff. That's what you should be thinking about. Well, it's harder
4: with the subcategorizations that everybody's like really closely equal in power output.
3: Yeah. And, but they all, do they start at the same time? I think so. At oh the no, I'm one. just thinking
4: in your subcategory. If you're you know oh, if you're with oh, 10 oh, yeah. people in your subcategory, like there's yep. not a lot of differentiation between, I mean, maybe some people are a little better on the shorter end of the spectrum.
0: no, I was just thinking from a tactical perspective that if you can if you're yes. you know one of those in that lower one that's only gonna do one lap, if you can if you can make it with the, the, the higher guys across Harlem Hill. You know, you can separate from the rest of oh, your racing right, before
4: then, of course. Together, yes. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think uh, at the moment it was uh, st- still together. I know Nate. Uh, it was quite a while, a couple of months ago, but uh, uh, his 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 plan was to do like an H H style, where the like the 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 E category, the lowest, start first, and then the other category. But looking at the profile, yeah, there's definitely potential because you have Harlem Hill. And you see, is, there's a kicker right behind them, a, a little shorter hill. But if you have the power, you can break, potentially break a few people there if you're a strong on the stronger side of that upper echelon. Because I know for, for a while, I probably, probably now I'm out of it again with my ZFPP but even when I was a uh, lower C with, with uh lower, my set was a bit lower, so I could still do as a very low C, C still was in that boundaries to do, uh, could still do like uh, the HWR uh, still again. So it's uh, the, the custom categories, you can be a low low C and still be be, be in there, or or you were bumped up uh, uh, to C because of your Z map. You're probably in there as well. So yeah, can be can be quite hard race.
0: Good, good. So uh, we look forward to hearing how all our herd beginner racers are doing, and you know, post in the comments how your races went. That brings us to Climber's
2: Gambit. Chris? Yes. Climber's Gambit this weekend is 4 of 5 of our We Love Hills series and we are tackling the Volcano. Which, if memory serves, with the assistance of the internet, um, is a climb of 3.75 kilometers, average gradient of 3.2. I'm sure we all know that by this point, we've been up this about 14,007 times, which is why it's one of the hills that we love. So uh, yeah, one of the more arrow climbs we're gonna find out there. Um, for that reason, I think bike choice tends more to the all-rounder slash aero, maybe even some of us are on a TT bike for this, depending on how quickly you're going up it.
1: Uh, I think that if, comments. if you are, it's if you can do it in under nine ish minutes, which is about three point four. So if you can do three point four for ten, uh, you're probably going to be best on a TT bike because that that is averaging about fifteen miles an hour, twenty four k an hour, um, which is around where aero starts mattering more than uh, more than the Wait.
2: Um I'm glad you mentioned that because that was I had written this down. That's how important it was to ask you this question because I know you always cite arrow gains. Um and I was just wondering what the number is where that starts
1: to matter. I think it's somewhere so in 24? that like, somewhere in that like 25-ish KPH uh is where you're like, I'm gonna be faster if I'm on a more arrow uh frame. Um yeah. I doubt I'm doing it this week. But like even if you're uh so even if you're not at that speed, I think Tron is probably a better choice than anything else. Uh if you if you decide not to go TT bike, um because it is, I mean it's still a fast it's it averages 3%. You're not you know, it's it's not a, a steep climb
4: not a fair comparison I'm right at that cutoff at nine minutes and change and when we did it in WTRL I said my PR but I had three fast guys dragging me out too so you're not going to get that on climbers game right
2: yep so the draft is off for this one and and just a reminder to everyone especially you Sean because I know you're a beer in at this point but this is our hill climb segment where only this time on the climb matters um and draft is turned off, so you don't have the the drafting on this.
3: And I remember from last time from uh, James Bailey, the halfway, almost halfway up the climb, you yeah, go through the volcano the flat section can be important. Can yeah, this is this point? is
2: what I've always broke up mentally into thirds. Like you have that the first third is like the climb up to the hole through the volcano, and then there's that that second half of the climb is split in half. Once you get to the bridge, <clears throat> a little bit of a relief. And then there's a final pitch up punctuated by that double digit blast to the banner.
1: Yeah,
0: I've done a lot of Volcano this week now that I think about it because we'd had it in wtrl
3: So Yeah.
1: <laughs> so if you take- can, sorry, if you can do... uh it's that 3.4 ish cutoff is going to get you at 15 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some of us like, uh, Chris, your fastest time up. This is actually basically 20 miles an hour. Uh, Brent as well. Like that seven ish minute range is, is 20 miles an hour. So, uh, that's the range where it's like, there's no, no thought. You're definitely taking a, a TT bike. Um, or were those in drafting events? Those were almost certainly in drafting events. Yeah, uh, yes. but you know, add forty seconds, and you're still you're still going eighteen miles an hour. Um, so
2: yeah, okay. I know I've done it in with both. I've definitely done it on a TT bike, and I've definitely done it. For some reason, I feel like we did this. I think we did it in, or I did it in a climbers gambit. And then I, um, did it with, uh, with Jimmy B as part of his hill climb series, like the next day. And I did one day on a TT bike and one day on a Tron or
1: and what was the comparison? Uh, thinking back, I remember
2: messaging him and just, it was like seconds between them. So Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever you give back on one section, you get back on the opposite, and there's that thing right where you want to keep the average speed up to the point where arrow matters, but if you're going hard where it's hardest and backing off where it's flatter, then you're not necessarily maximizing arrow on the flat. Yeah. So that drags back some of the gains. It it's seconds in between them. The key yeah. point is to show up and have fun and don't die.
3: Yeah. Uh, my best is up. time is just below. Some minutes, so probably going strong for this one.
0: Funnily enough, I've I've got a climbers gambit time on this at eight twenty four, but I've got three faster stampede times, which all would have been ITTs. <laughs> so that must have been a, a no early in Swift or a hard day. I don't know.
2: So you just try more when you're in stampede. You just show up to climbers gambit and just half-ass it. So well, maybe
0: maybe I did a stampede right before. I mean, if I look
2: at the results. I that i'm sure that's it i'm sure that's you're not you're not just phoning it in at climbers gambit i'm sure you were depleted thank you for showing up
3: yeah yeah well uh, well if i keep going i finally can get a podium oh uh gc because i think uh me and john uh in c category have done all the the races so far which on one race behind so
4: yeah thank goodness kaisander dropped
0: out of one of the races oh yeah Kai's a good cyclist good good all right well love your hills get the heat get up the volcano which brings us to the herd of mountain goats
1: Uh,
3: uh, do we have any idea (laughs) Oh, we something do not. Crazy, nope. something, something crazy, probably, but...
0: Uh, I'm just checking. Uh, I'm just going to check, see if Matt has updated the event, although it, I think yeah. his usual style is updated right around now, so...
3: Um... Well, Swift Power no. hasn't, uh, hasn't got any other updates. It's still too last still week.
0: Two fire Nice.
3: Yep. <laughs> yep. So, you uh, might get Tour
0: uh, of Fire and Ice. <laughs> uh,
3: um, it might be because I, I went in the uh, About section and it says it's race series and the Tour of Fire and Ice was the last one on the list. So, it might be oh, last yeah. week was the end of the series.
0: We might well, we might be yeah. on a pause, yeah. Maybe uh, nope. check Facebook for a post from Matt DeFreitas or Odo or someone from the herd talking about whether the series is gonna take a pause or not. They might be doing some restructuring. So um if you're if you're if you just want to go ride the Alp, go ahead and race mountain goats. Otherwise, maybe
3: uh do HWR, you also have a mountain.
0: Well, I was gonna say we're gonna talk about other racing events that we're talking about for this weekend next. So maybe try one of those. That brings us to Stampede, which is the Six Train Reverse. You know, I put this route in here, and
2: I,
1: can't I have no idea name. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I is that uh, even a thing, or is that like you just made that up?
1: No, it it's in there. Okay. Um, the middle loop of Central Park's ground level loops.
0: Yeah. So it's 6.6 K, but you don't do Harlem Hill and you don't go all the way to like the finish or you, I guess you do. You don't do the
1: like bottom part that has the sprint. You don't do that bottom loop and you don't do the top loop that has Harlem Hill. So it's like, uh, yeah, just like you take both of those, uh, kind of connector roads, uh, across the middle of the park.
0: Yeah, the baseball diamonds and I don't know what them on the bottom is called, but yeah, you skip, you skip the hillier parts basically, right? Yeah. So it's rolling, but less rolling than New York usually is. Okay. And it's 6.6 6 kilometers. So it's should be pretty fast. I would think you should be able to get it done.
1: 10-ish minutes, a little under. For, yeah, 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 about 10.
0: Uh, still full arrow, arrow everything. Um, Why? Yeah, we're, Why we're, is that? Well, this way, can you call it net flat when it's like <laughs> you know just rolling? But yes, <laughs> technically it is a net flat. You basically, actually, I think it's actually not a net flat. I think it's actually just ever so slightly uphill because the pins are just below the finish line, right? I think you're so correct. So you you actually go up into the finish, and then all the way around, then a little up, so there's actually a slight net
1: uphill. <laughs> sort of like uh, HWR. 6.6% Six, 6. or 6.6k at 0.005%. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, we're, we're through the WTRL preview section now. So the courses are a little bit shorter actually in the back half on average, I think. And, um, yeah, we have got a custom for sugar cookie. The rest are all sort of, Ooh. um, regular ones, but you'll oh, get can... your castle credit. Yeah. I, I might,
1: I might jump in for that one in a couple weeks.
0: I think that's a very interesting TT course. Cause there's definitely a very like, Uphill to downhill part. Yeah. Of so but it's steppy up, so you gotta kinda do it right.
2: I don't think I've done castle crit. Where is that?
0: It's um it's the castle village um in McCurry, like yeah. in Umezi. So you start at okay. like those pens that are just right by the castle there, and then you kind of go like up, up through the town. So, like you know, the finish would normally go to like the sprint. So it's kind of like that little like cobbly bit, and then okay, yeah. into the town, and then you kind of take the the turn out into the green bit that, that you'd go up to go to the temple. But you turn right back into the, the town towards the sprint banner there, and then you go through the town, and then you go downhill past those pens again, right? That kind of descent out of the town that goes down towards like the oh yeah, okay. and stuff. Looking at the so map you now, that yeah. little downhill bit. And then, like, you'd make the right hand turn back yeah. into the, the city to go up that sort of cobbly bit again.
2: So, you're, yeah. yeah, in terms of crits, you're all like this is a little bit untraditional in that you're always climbing or descending, right? It's not like flat 90 degree turns. This is,
0: yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. The only spot Ooh. that's flat is from like the top, the top after you go to the green bit through the sprint banner till you hit the descent out of the town.
3: Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a it's a sprint section. That's the the only flat bit, and maybe just before when you have the K one banner, it flattens out. But it's pretty, yeah, true. yeah, it's pretty punchy.
1: I part of yeah what I what I like about this as a quote unquote crit course. I mean, it's it's going to be different. You're going to have to pace it interestingly for uh for stampede. But you know we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. But like as a crit course. One of the things that I really like about the Glasgow crit uh, is that the way a crit feels in real life is going to be a lot different than, okay, if you have a crit course in Zwift and it's like, okay, it's a lot of, you know, sharp turns, the turns don't actually make you do anything in Zwift. It's the, it's having like all those little punchy bits that make you go hard for a little bit and then you recover and then you go hard and then you recover uh is like what a crit feels like um and that's what i like about the glasgow one is like it's it's all these like short things where you you know you kind of have to sprint or you're uh you're getting left behind um which which is more like okay I, i went around a corner and now i have to sprint to stay in the draft um the only way that they can really do that is if they do implement auto braking on on turns, uh, and then you gotta sprint to get back up to speed. Yeah. I, oh, I see what you're
2: saying, Sean. So instead of like throttling the speed, like forcing you to climb up a little sharp yeah. incline, mimicking that sort of effort. Okay. Yeah.
0: And I think castles even like that, but more so, right? Because yeah. it's yeah. it's not quite as steep as like Clyde Kicker, but it's a little longer to that climb up to the KOM and it's a little longer for that
3: little piece up to the outside the town till you turn right.
4: Yeah,
0: And then uh, I think more
3: recovery. I think from the bottom part till really, you hit like the, the top of the castle where you have the ramp, it's about, I think four or 500 meters. And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, the steepest part is just that, uh, just when you hit the, the castle, when it uh, flattens out, then you have that flat bit through the castle, and then you need to have a little bit of a drag out of the castle where you can push again. But it's uh, it's definitely a nice, interesting course. I,
0: I did I did the group ride there on yeah. uh, Tour de Zwift. For those of you who are on the podcast, that was my air quote group ride, Um and yeah. it was the the guys who were like strong, like I held them for. I think it was like four laps or something to do as part of the Tour de Zwift. Yeah. And I was like with them for two or three and then they just like started to really go up that hill. It's like, well, not going to be able to do that. Sorry.
3: <laughs> I, 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 I did, did, uh, did that as well. And it basically became for me a personal, uh, like uh, was in the group, but I just did some uh, personal intervals of the climb and sprints. <laughs> some short and uh, some longer intervals because it was nice with, uh, with a big group, uh, especially with that, uh, shorter sprint So you can, uh, uh, yeah, punch it up and you can still have the draft of, of uh, the people not sprint sprinting, but you still have some kind of the draft from them, uh, to use. So it was quite nice. Yep.
0: And lots of, lots nice. of bodies cause of the laps and stuff for sure.
3: And expected, uh, I was about to say, I expected it to be be, uh, be used in uh, ladder racing as well, <laughs> as crit racing, another crit racing series. It's going to be like, uh, like you said, it's basically another version of Glasgow Crits. More punchy, punchy crit course.
0: and that brings us to the bullseye speaking of crit courses there's six laps of downtown dolphin with 11 sprints which the normal like nonsense crit city and stuff where the first time through the sprint at the top of the hill so downtown dolphin is like the reverse direction as i always think of it right you do the rollers first and then the little draggy bit to the banner and then down the cobble bit
3: to the no 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 downtown dolphin is up the up the Cobble climb.
0: Oh, okay. It's a forward one.
3: Okay.
4: All right.
0: So, yeah. so yeah. So the first time you go through that cobble, but that banner is going to count, but the first time you go through the lap banner, that won't count. And then every other banner counts after that.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, because you haven't done a full, full lap, uh, because, uh, yeah, you start the, the pen pennies right before the banner. So yeah, you don't, you don't do a full up. Yep. It doesn't count yet.
0: Yep. Classic bullseye. Um... Nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's going to be sprint to the top of the hill, hold on down the rollers, sprint for the banner. Um I think usually in a bullseye in terms of like the timing, it, usually you can wait till you hit the hairpin before you have to send it to hit the banner. Right? Like usually people aren't going for the long attack on a bullseye cuz it's so hard to do that 12 times um in terms of the cobble one usually you gotta send that one from the bottom it's pretty tough to time that one halfway up to get it but you don't have to do like the wind up usually from sort of the third turn away you can usually just hit the bottom of the cobbles and sprint to the top and get your best result. I don't know there's much else to say. Look out for solo, someone trying to go solo for eight laps versus
2: five laps. Need, is, it, it are, it's it been a while since I've done a Bullseye. Are all categories visible in this?
0: Uh, typically, I believe that is true. They are visible.
2: Okay. So you can get some shenanigans going? You could get onto the A train.
0: <laughs> well, Should more than three A's show up? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Or where I could like C's could get on the B train. That might happen. Or D's.
2: That's more what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. That does happen. For sure.
0: All right. That, I think, is the week of herd racing. I guess next week, herd winter racing is going to be greater London flat, which is basically.
1: All of it's the like, in town, like it's the flatter parts of the in town uh side of London. So you don't actually cross over. I think that's greatest London flat, but it's like it. most of classique and then the kind of big loop back around.
0: Okay. Yeah, just one lap for 17.3k. Ooh. And if you're if we don't if you don't get it HBR, we're gonna do San and Sequoias. So you're going up Titans classic sort of stuff for hbr good and that brings us to round the horn we're going to talk about um you know we're we're done zrl um except for maybe the playoffs in april we'll see how that all goes but um hwr is getting close to the end so there's a bunch of other race series and race events we talked last week about the zwift games and maybe we'll talk a little bit about how the GC works in that too. Cause there was a question someone had about how that works. And then we'll talk about what other types of race series are out there. What else you might be doing. We're getting prepared for that kind of thing. So, um, I guess let's start with, uh, Steph, Steph, you want to talk about ladder stuff, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, uh, uh um I am I'm a captain of one of the immediate teams Europe, uh, Teams and yeah, we just uh, finished the the current season. The next season is starting uh, next week. Uh, was invited by like with all the things another, yet another the uh, chat uh, chat message group uh, with all the captains. Mainly, it was set up for for uh, efficient ways to to move uh, people that got upgraded in category to move around but usually some some her teams did uh friendly races uh, against each other to end the season and we decided uh, to do something f- fun at the end of this series so we organized like uh the unofficial herds. uh a uh, ladder club championship where every EMEA team could uh, could participate with uh, the the riders on their roster. Um, we did it last week. Uh, uh, with yeah, it was quite quite a, quite a nice uh, turn on. I think uh, think we got like a 40 ish people from every walks of life. From I think yeah the Ladder is, uh, for, for for people that don't know, is, is uh, based on the Zwift racing ranks, which are, I think, which are about 10 ranks, which are a bit different than, uh, than the usual uh, Zwifts for categories. And I think we had a spread from, I think the highest category was uh, ranked two, Ruby, and the lowest was ranked 10. So we are pretty, uh, pretty big, Divergence, but uh, yeah, I just decided to do to, to because but to do uh, to, to pick the course because <laughs> nobody was taking the initiative, so I took just took it off. And Brent is going. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we decided <laughs> to do it, and I decided to do uh, like uh, pick the course. It was, uh, I picked it as a uh, five laps of uh, rooftop rendezvous, so five times of the rooftop KOM. Uh, Hmm. Maybe could have done three or four laps, but but, yeah, it's only to blame, but uh, I think people had uh, lots of fun uh, and uh, looking at the posts and the reactions, uh, most people enjoyed it, some people and we're going to see maybe if we're going to do this on a more regular basis should be probably because now it's not really. We I don't know if we have seasons anymore, but it's I think now it's like every two months there's a transfer window period, and maybe at the end of that, so maybe I will organize something for for the people that want to do it. But it was, it was quite a fun kind of non. Non-ladder-like racing, but usually ladder racing is four, five v e five, and now it's, it was just basically HWR, but only for hurt people uh, in yeah. the teams. So yeah, yeah. it's
4: good stuff. So it didn't actually affect your ladder standing for your. No,
3: team. no, it was, no, no, it was just an event uh, I organized via the the via our Created uh, a club in uh, in the companion up and to, to did it through there and with the thanks of uh, Mark John uh, with uh, with his knowledge of organizing racing he, he he gave me a way to to put uh, the race officially on Swift Power so it did kind of affect uh, people's uh, uh, rankings uh, for for using for ladder racing rather because. Uh, uh, like uh, the Swift racing rank is based on how well you perform in races yep. uh, against each other. There, so if you do, well, uh, with the difference, the the category reinforcements like CDs are based on wattage floors, but yeah, like the surf racing up um, is based uh, is based on how well you do against each other. So. If, if you beat a rider that has higher Velo scoring, you get a bump, and vice versa. It's it's of the same ranking, the Elo ranking, like doing other sports like uh, chess, for instance, and etc. So they made a bit of a uh, more uh, more uh, uh, results based uh, or performance based uh, uh, ranking system than just you can do now. You can do three, three, uh, 2.8 watts uh, per kilos. Now you're a C, <laughs> yeah. Cool.
4: And I just discovered that there's a functionality on their um app on their website that actually predicts what your placement would have been in that race and then, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they added it recently, uh, not recently, but yeah, they, they added it after you see the results, then you can see. How, how the you can you can't see it beforehand but it's nice to see after right i predicts it's uh i'm gonna be 10 out of 10 in ladder races and now i've done like seven ta- or seven so uh usually that means you got a little bump up or yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of kind of interesting to see
1: uh yeah so so bright had to go do a fire drill so i guess i'll uh <laughs> i guess i'll take over running the, the around the horn uh chris yeah. you uh Doing something something non HWR this morning,
2: right? I I was I, tucked into the Zwift games, but yeah, I, I'm just looking at the chat here. That's a literal fire drill in his yeah. building. Okay, because <laughs> we we toss that term around <laughs> at, at work for meaning something on a short deadline, but there's literally a fire drill. Okay, <laughs> uh, so well done, Brent, for getting out uh, quickly. Took his jacket, but left his computer. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the right move. Good choice. Um, cool. So if, if his little screen goes up in flames, <laughs> we'll, well, know it was an actual fire, not, not just a drill. <laughs> okay, but failing that, yeah, I did the stage one of the is it Swift Games that they're calling it? The I know we just talked about this last yeah. week. Yeah, the sprint session. So I uh, I'm not going to get to the minimum number for hwr as as much as i love tucking into those races so i i took one look at the course for hwr this morning i was like well i'm not going to do that so let's do zwift games instead so i tucked into zwift games stage one sprint and uh it was a whole lot of fun i had zero clue about the course or the power-ups or really any of it
1: but i just saw it was a another well-researched chris race
2: yeah i mean that's that's what you're going to get out of me um five minutes warm up um saw that the zwift play was still making me auto break and shut that off and then hopped into the pen and off we go but it was a big field and i do recall that the overall gc for this is based on time overall so i figured okay big field equals big draft a lot of company around me when i get dropped and that played out nicely um but the course for this is what is it loop the loop um, So I had no idea where the heck I was going. I was turning left when I thought I was going straight. I was going straight when I thought I was turning right.
4: Are they all uh, new courses for this yeah. Swift games? No.
2: no, that's uh, not a me question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there no, are we're new we're... courses for most of the stages, but not all of the courses no, are new. Lord, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I wonder how much that perfect.
4: affects racing, like your expectation. Like Chris, you, yeah, you didn't look. Okay, I don't even know if I can find loop to loop what the course is on the elevation and all that. So, well,
3: well, yeah, well, we ended I up going you, up. Oh, go ahead, Seth. Yeah, I think we're probably you're gonna uh, probably is gonna be some kind of with insider link already. Yeah, loop to loop. Yeah,
2: so you you come out of the downtown pens, you go up the small ramp up to the S's. Do that. And the one power up, it's two laps of this of loop to loop. You only get one power up each lap. It's at the first JWB bridge uh, sprint banner. You don't oh. get it at the, yeah. So this was news to not just me, which I felt better about. It, it was news to everybody, uh, except for a, a few people who actually did research pre-race. You don't get it anywhere else. <clears throat> you don't get it at, uh because you go up the Zwift. K O M forward, and
1: you go through right? the yeah, forward, yeah.
2: and you go and you go through the downtown banner. You don't get you just get XP, mini XP of both of those. You just get one power up, um, and I don't know if it's just I only got a draft power up. I'm not sure if it's auto set to just have drafts. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was a lot of fun watching all the groups form and. Sticking in where I could. Obviously, lap two, I knew what was coming up because we had just done it on lap one, but you go S's down to the sprint. Um loop you loop loop around um and then end up going up the Zwift KOM forward, hitting the bypass and the way back down and coming down to the downtown banner. I think that's about right.
1: Yeah, I like that I like that as a course where it's got the loops on both ends, uh yeah. Of the the going up the kom and then you come down like most of the most of the like reverse but then you do the bypass and come back down the thing you just came up i like that as part of the um part of a course
2: yeah it was a fun ride and i'll probably try to get in all the swift game things just to be part of the overall gc
1: um, that was good
4: a lot of riders it looks like how many were in your race
2: yeah, there were. My goal was to finish top half. There were three hundred and that would have been a north of one ninety. So there were three eighty, oh. uh, at least on Zwift. I don't know what Zwift power numbers look like.
4: And that was in your. Is it all categories visible?
2: No, that was just in B cat.
4: Just in B. Okay.
2: Yeah, so I think it's because it's early on. It was good timing, like afterward crowd on a Friday for the UK and the Euro times. Yeah. Just. Uh, that was 9 o'clock a.m. for me, and that was a significant bump from the 8 a.m. pen numbers. So I opted for the 9 a.m.
4: Yeah, the weekend should uh, be even bigger. but Let's
2: see. Yeah, yeah, find see. a big race. Get a good draft.
3: Yeah, I got from uh, from one of the other uh, Facebook messengers group for the Imia uh, the D-HERD the group. Uh, someone said in the uh, the category, there were like uh, 250 people in-game in, in game race and about half of them on Swift Power. So for a, for the a right, it's also pretty good, pretty good numbers. But usually these kind of overall, like Tour sort of de Swift, Tour of Watopia, whatever, they usually do have pretty big numbers. So anyways. Don't, yeah, don't there's women's only them. stages, so.
2: Yeah, and there are women's only stages. I, I trust yep. James has figured out how to manage and measure those. Um, so yeah, that's good fun. Um, the other thing I was looking at was like the chasing tour with the UCI calendar kicking off in full anger with uh, you know, the spring classics and getting into some of the early season stage races. Um, the chase the chasing tour, which mimics that is getting going and they have uh chasing. They call it Chasing Strata or Chasing this Bianchi? This one's Chasing Bianchi, yeah. Chasing Bianchi going off tomorrow, mimicking, mirroring uh, Strata Bianchi. So I was looking at ducking into that, but that at 10.30 Pacific time zone AM slot is where I would choose to race, but I'm just not sure if my daughter's uh, horseback riding lessons are back on tomorrow. And if they are, I'm going to be stuck taking her to the stables so yeah if it's a rainy day out here i'll be doing road to ruins it looks like um if not i'm just gonna have to t- t- like duck into chasing what's chasing Diazur.
1: so the, that... uh, yeah the um the i know we got or, like what uh, what is the name of the the race
3: is it... it's Peronis?
2: Peronis, yeah yeah parenice is kicking off so yeah Oh, and Torino Adriatico's next week as well. So, yeah, maybe kind of a hybrid of those two.
3: Yeah, probably.
1: And then two weeks, Chasing San Remo. So, like, all the... And then the uh, Chasing Classics series. So, the there is something fun about a lot of these. Like, some of them are one-day races. Some of them are series. Uh, and one of the things that I find really interesting about the calendar is that there is a Chasing Classics... Point series uh, where so this is from March 22nd to April 21st. There are 1, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight uh, races: chasing Saxo, chasing Vevelgum, chasing Dwars, chasing Vlandrin, chasing Roubaix chasing Amstel, chasing Wallon, and uh, chasing Liège. So it's like, hey, it's it's classic season, and we're just going to do a new a new race every like every few days, um, and we'll have a, a GC for all of these classics, which is kind of fun.
2: It's fun. I I wish there were more time slots available because sometimes it doesn't always line up, but that's just me being picky. Like this whole concept is really cool. And and the fact that there's a chasing classics, like subcategory on that, if you're somebody like me and, you know, my, uh, my stature is more of a classics-ish rider. That would be really cool to get in there and see how I stack up over all of these. But not sure it'll happen. Maybe someday.
1: Um, the one thing that uh, you, if you are interested in um, getting yourself into these, like the GCs for any of these, I think you do need to uh, sign, sign up, register on... ChasingTour.com, um and then you can get into uh, the, co- the competition there. Um, yeah. All the race passes still, are
2: listed on there.
1: I mean, yeah. I think you can still like log in and, and race. You just won't get like, I, I think that you can, you know, jump into the, or, or am I wrong? You need a race pass to get into the races.
2: That's an excellent question. Uh, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Um, uh, <laughs> just yeah. like most things in life, I just kind of hopped in here and figured it out. Um, what I can tell you is that your category ABCD is based off of your your Velo score on Zwift Racing. Okay. So a different way to slice and dice it. Um, so for this, I'm going to be like the very bottom end of B, which is where I'm at anyway, on like Zwift Power Ranking and Zwift Ranking cool but yeah chasingtour.com and you can sign up there link your swift account it'll tell you where to register at it'll give you the race link race pass links um, you can even uh, select your team which i went to the drop down box and herd is listed so I selected herd as my team not sure what that does or what that means but hey I'm part of the team you guys um and looking forward to a season of fun where i can hop in nice Brett's back it was not an actual fire it was just a drill just a drill. <laughs> Just a drill. I was, I was going to pour the rest of this Miller Lite on the computer if your screen started to go up in flames.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, good times. Does uh, everybody else do their stuff? We're through them all?
2: <laughs>
4: oh, we we're waiting for you. It's been right, 20 well, minutes I, of
0: silence. I, well, <laughs> best podcast ever. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I going to edit it all out. It's fine. I've been doing ATAP. <laughs> The uh ATAP stuff. Um I did the prologue. I had a power drop. Um made an angry chase onto like a chase group, got dropped in the front group, and then um attacked them relentlessly on the uh by the crab shack there down around the coastal part and beat my group. But I don't know, I came in like in the middle somewhere like that was yeah. shouldn't have really been with those guys. And then uh I did Bigfoot Hills last weekend and um, I think I ended up like 49 that of like 525 riders or something like that I just about made it with the lead group across um, Titans forward but like like it was all strung out and I was with kind of the group and then uh, like I, I was like cooked and had to like just try to take a breath and they just kept pressing and pressing and pressing and it all kind of broke up or the back half of titans and so i ended up in a group at between 48 56 or something like that pretty much the whole rest of the way we stayed together and then um and then uh got like second in the sprint at the end i guess it was pretty much just a straight sprint
2: that's impressive in terms of finishing position for those the top series right
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah i haven't actually lost it numbers for Zift Racing app or whatever, but yeah, I, I think top ten percent. I was like pretty happy with that. So, cool. Yeah. So I'll probably I'll maybe keep doing those on Sundays. I gotta get volume in. So,
2: are those yeah. going to be running every Sunday? The, the I
0: think they run on the weekends, or, or maybe they're going to be. Are they going to pause them now for uh Swift games? I don't know. I haven't looked.
2: Yeah, these are not the people you come to for answers. At least I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Are they all
4: longer routes? It sounded like Bigfoot. I believe so.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. I can't tell. <laughs> There's no schedule listed, so. Um. Okay, it looks like there's maybe one a month for uh, February, March, and April. Yeah. All right,
0: well, I'll work on some other stuff then, too.
1: Uh, John, do you have any, like, outside of... Uh, you were doing ZRL, right?
4: Uh, I was doing ZRL. We won our last race, so I'm just basking in the glory.
1: Hey! Oh, nice. Congrats!
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's we right. Were... You
1: guys had four four riders and still won the TTT, right? Crazy. Yeah.
4: What? Crazy. Whoa. We had four riders. We were tied for third, one point separated us from second. The Rhino guys in first were. There's no chance we we're gonna catch them unless they just had a complete dropout and meltdown. But. um yeah, I mean, I was cooked at the end of it, but I'm um, sure all four of somehow, you were. <laughs> we somehow got myself, we uh, drug my ass across the line. <laughs> and yeah, I was very, we were all very surprised um, and managed to get the catch the second place team in the overall standing. So yeah. Nice. Second. Um, it it's unexpected and, and glorious. So I think I'll try those with games. That's yeah. uh, That's my current plan. I like the the idea of doing the Flamme Rouge in my head and not doing it in real life because I think it's just that's over the top
1: uh what's that one?
4: The Flamme Rouge uh, yeah it's just the what was it Steph? 26 long rides in 28 days and they're like 50 60 K rides and
3: you know races no. up
4: the Alp and uh,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's basically, It basically mimics, uh, uh, I think, a Grand Tour. You have yeah. 20, uh March, so, so it starts next week. I've seen on the website until the twenty fourth. So that's twenty three days, and you have twenty one race days. So seven days straight, rest day. Tw- seven days races straight, rest day, and seven days races straight. And yeah, uh, like, like I said, it's. I think it's. Nine hundred and thirty kilometers, so you can figure it out with uh, almost uh, twelve thousand meters of elevation. So,
1: no
0: joke. So, so people is is an ITT on classic fondo for forty-five kilometers, (laughs) (laughs) forty-five (laughs) k.
2: That is just
0: mean.
1: Yeah, all of the ITTs are at least 40K. There are four, five of Oh, well, I guess Bologna is the other one. So <laughs> <laughs> 26K, of only Bologna. 26K, yeah.
2: only 26K. I mean, at that point, yeah, well, do that in our well, sleep
3: or well, 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 keytail after party. I don't know what scores that is, but also almost 30Ks with, uh, yeah, and I think the 14th stage uh, Dutch corner dash, that's probably going up the Alp. Yeah. A- a- 82K with almost uh, 1,800 meters of elevation. So, yeah.
4: Makes me wonder who's riding these. Like, are these retired people? Because that's just a lot of time. That yeah.
1: Uh, Grad
4: students?
1: I think that, uh, I think Dan Pedrosa was doing the Flamorous stuff at one point. Um. yeah it's,
0: like it's it's saturdays right so every saturday you go to a no it's
1: every day it's every day yeah no, it's, it's yeah oh, right seven days <laughs> in a
4: row you're on the bike for like two to three hours a day like how's that work
3: good lord <laughs> honey honey i'm gonna be be being be. You you take care of the kids. I'll be be on my bike every, every evening for a month months straight. Yeah, it's easy. I mean,
1: yeah. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> you can always
4: get Amazon to just deliver stuff.
1: Luckily, uh, I'm I'm too sick to start, so I guess I won't be doing all 21. But you know, maybe one You're of stage uh, hunting well or maybe doing one of the series like doing the third series of seven like mm. in a week that could be fun if i'm feeling up to it in, oh in i see because they've
2: broken it out into three editions as yeah. like some yeah. categories of the 21 grand two. okay I have a
3: made up yeah you, yeah you usually the uh, <clears throat> the, the Flamme Rouge is usually a week I think eight days or something like that and yeah, I think they have like seven days of racing with rest usually in between but now it's mimicking like a world tour a, a, a grand tour or like the Tour de France or anything something like that cool yeah, yeah I, have... I, I, go
0: the ahead these flam rouge guys are different cats yeah <laughs> just looking at like 24 hour
2: ventop club challenge i was i was what? just gonna mention what that yeah
4: that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> which if you do it right is just one ascent of ventop
1: <laughs> oh Uh, yeah, so I think, I think I'm probably more likely to, uh, also lean into these with games as the, in between the, the ZRL and the, the playoffs, like something to fill in in March. But, uh, if I, if I get frisky, who knows, maybe that, maybe that third edition of FRR. You
2: win. Yeah. One week. So what's project. Yeah. What's the situation with ZRL wrapping but the playoffs not being until April, which is I think it's because I mean, it's March of March
3: first games. Yeah, they couldn't yeah, plan
1: that better? Yeah. Um, I think that yeah, Zwift takes priority there. They had their, their plan for this is a thing we want to do. And I, I think that I mean, even in the past uh zRL likes giving a bit of a break in between things um but between
2: like the regular season and the playoffs that seems like a,
1: a usually month long. <laughs> a month long is a little much but uh okay like i know that i have definitely seen some people who have been complaining about like the rules as they always do but like well we had several people upgrade mid-season and they could ride in the rest of the series but now they can't ride in the playoffs it's like well yeah, that's the rules. <laughs> that's the rules they gave. Uh and <laughs> like and then the other half of the team can't ride because they want to be riding outside. Okay. Okay. But
4: yeah. what are the format of the CRL playoffs? Yeah, so the, this
1: is one. actually the thing that I so usually it's a um they do a cup plate bowl thing where it's like the first round determines who you're going to be racing, like which level like it keeps splitting several times and like the first round determines who you'll be racing in the second round, and the second mm-hmm. round determines who you'll be racing in the final, um in the last so like the
4: top five teams and the bottom five teams and then they split those they, yeah and, okay
1: uh so it's it's kind of like a uh a round robin ish thing in the first half and then they determine where you end up but um the thing that i really like what the, that they're doing for the finals is so this weekend uh check your emails if you've been racing zrl because they're asking for input on what the courses will be so it's going to be a vote on the courses for each of the three races so one one scratch one points and one ttt uh and it's it's community decided what those courses are going to be Uh, and I think it's actually only from, I think it's only chosen from the courses that were raced over this year. So over the three sure. rounds. Um, so it, that gives like an 18 uh, options for those three courses. But uh, and are
4: they are they doing the same format where one's a scratch race, one's a point yeah, race? Yeah, so one of
1: each. each. Uh, but I don't think that like, I don't think the TTT options have to be from among those 3 TTTs that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, or 6, I guess there were 6. Um I don't think, but I guess we'll see when the when the email goes out.
2: Is this the last ZRL season of until like summer break?
1: Yeah, so I think that this is it until it comes back in the fall. Um like the, as as usual, it's like they do the, the three rounds and that's how you determine who can ride in the playoffs. Like if you've ridden more than three races in any of the three rounds that we've done so far, uh, then you are technically available for that team for the finals, as long as you are still in the right category. Um, yeah.
2: Oh, so this is the culmination of all three series. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, apologies for the ignorance. I just haven't ridden yeah. any ZRL this year, so I have no idea what the heck's going I on. I know you.
1: I know that you have. <laughs> oh, you did I? Was that this year? Us. Yeah.
2: Okay. That was the last thing I wrote, and that would have been. what? That was, I
1: think, the fall. Free? So, like the first free of Halloween.
2: The... Yeah. 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 So it's been a minute. Um, cool. Well, thank you for that explanation.
0: But yeah, but we have no idea what the courses are or anything yet. So it's not, not
1: yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, apparently I, it's I'd being be,
2: crowdsourced.
0: Yeah. I'd be I'd be happy if they brought back like uh, the, the fixed time one. I thought that was an interesting format. I'd try that on a different course besides Muckle <laughs> Uh
1: all right, guys. I need to log off and drive away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. With that, we will say thank you to John Keenan. Thank you to Steph Etchen. Thank you to Chris Greenland. Thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Enjoy your races weekend, everybody. Ooh, and good night.
1: Yeah.
3: All right. right.